Thanks for joining us for the holiday edition of Mixed Mornings Podcast with me, Nikki, Whip, and Violetta. Uh, And this morning, we started by getting some uh, facts we need to know about with the ever so confident, faithful, calming Dr. Most. Uh, Always puts us in a little better frame of mind. And we also enjoyed ourselves with some obscure Christmas favorites. And don't forget the cocktails. We are mixing up some holiday cheer. So take a listen. That uh, gift that we always asked for and never quite got. Put it on the list every single year. You get every single thing around it. And then, you know, just get on the, the list next year. Every single thing around it. Just never quite got yeah, under the tree. Yeah, I'm glad it didn't stick with any of us. It didn't. Right. The light bright has not haunted Violetta. The uh, sound system has not haunted Whip. And I uh, still had to get myself a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because all these texts are the same exact way. We got a bunch of texts at 60123 and everyone's like, I've never let it go. I still yeah. want this. And it's incredible that I never got it. It's so, so funny. So they're really, really fun. And we're going to give um, the best one, yep. maybe the, the saddest one, <laughs> um, a Harry Carey's Tavern gift certificate. Um, so I'm going to read off these, and they're very, very good. 847 says, as a kid, I always wanted um, a light bright. Oh, my God. They're just like me. There I you love go. You. Did they spell it? The L- isn't it oh, L-I-T-E? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. And that's not how you spell light, kids. <laughs> Um, seven seven three says the board game mousetrap. There was too many pieces. My parents didn't want to deal with it. Totally okay. Yeah, yep. that makes sense actually. Eight four seven wanted an easy bake oven. My yep. mom ended up giving me one at my bridal shower because I told her my childhood was gypped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are back to everything is back, but like way safer now. <laughs> okay, but so she fun. got it at her bridal yeah. shower because she couldn't let it go. Right, right. that's great. You don't want to go through life like that. No. no. 708, I always wanted a pink canopy bed. I never got one, so as soon as I could, I bought my niece one. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Now, I, you know, Santa can't fit that on the sleigh. I'll just say. That's too no. big of a kit. I don't dare. Yeah. Don't don't challenge what he can fit. Another 847 says a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. <laughs> That's a classic. Yep. Uh, 630 says a Play-Doh Fun Factory. Mm-hmm. 708, yep. I always wanted a pink princess phone. I never understood that you actually needed a phone jack for it. I thought I could just talk to my friends. Oh, shoot. <laughs> phone jacks, though. Blast from the past. All right? Yeah. What are Eight, those? 847 <laughs> says uh, Power Wheels, white and black Jeep. 312. <laughs> The fact that they remember the color. Oh, yeah. It's like exactly what you wanted. Hilarious. 312, I always asked for a Little Mermaid VHS. One year I finally got it. Unfortunately, it wasn't the Disney version, and the mermaid doesn't make it till the end. Wow. It's dark. <laughs> it's so dark. They got a knockoff Little Mermaid? I actually, this also hits close to home because I used to get the Serbian version of all the Disney oh, um, movies. Like they were dubbed. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. Are they speaking Serbian in The Lion King? <laughs> um, <laughs> 630 says, my foreign parents never understood when I asked for the game Candyland, so they would wrap up candy and put it under the tree. Sure. Oh. Well, they meant well. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, 773, I asked for a Barbie dream house for three years. I never got it. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Me too. Right? I didn't get another one I never got. But the friend that had it, you just spend so many hours at their house and they're yeah. like, let's play something else. You're like, nope, I'm no. only here for your dream house. Seriously. <laughs> right. I would like get the van and all the other stuff, but I'm like, I want the house. Oh, I'm sorry. And last but not least, actually, there's one more. 773 says, I always ask for a sister or a Pony. I never got either, but I have a brother. Again, has to be sleigh friendly, but the brother, that'll have to do. Sister or a pony. So who's picking? so good. Yeah. 
Violetta, are you going to pick the winner? Um, Sure. All right. Nikki. So what are you guys thinking? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, because I think it it, it hits Violetta hard, and uh, this is just so funny. Um, you guys could go out together. The Little Mermaid VHS, uh, where the Little Mermaid dies. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That is- I do like the, I, I like the candy land that was actually a bag of candy, uh, yeah. but uh, the Little Mermaid's good too. Oh my gosh, both are so so good. Oh. And you can pick a random one. You I just know. decide. It's I totally know, but, up to you. But those two did obviously also stick with me. Oh my god. Uh, I think I got to go with the VHS that was not Disney version. Yeah. So three one two. Thank you so much for your text. Chicago's favorite way to wake up. Mixed mornings, weekday mornings, 5.30 till 10. Today's Variety, 101.9 The Mix. You know, we're about to gather, hopefully, with our families. And and anytime we gather at all, whether it's July 4th, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, we have to get the doctor's note, right? It's kind of how it works. Yeah, nowadays, for sure. More than ever, absolutely. And when we say the doctor, we're talking, of course, about Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer, Northwestern Medicine, Central DuPage Hospital, and Northwestern Medicine, Del Nor Hospital. Hello, Dr. Most. Good morning, Nikki and guys. How's everybody doing? Good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Glad you asked, Doctor. <clears throat> I got this little thing in my throat. You think you can help me with this? Really bothering me. You're already taking a couple days off, Whip. You don't even have to fake it. You know I what? mean, ne- come on. Ne- never mind me. Never mind. <laughs> so, Dr. Kevin Most, I mean, let's start with the, the first question we talked about. It is, it is gathering time, which means we need some advice from you as to how to make that all happen. Yeah, Nick, you know, and this is concerning. If you look at what's going on right now, even locally here, Delta is still surging. Hospitalizations are up. Cases, state just, you know, reported yesterday record number of positive cases. So kind of concerning. So from a, you know, getting together point of view, certainly I hope everybody is fully vaccinated and boosted. You know, that's going to be the, the best protection you can get. And individuals who are not I would be very hesitant uh, to be around them. There's too much of a chance of uh, spreading this. And if you are vaccinated and still maybe have a breakthrough case, it's supposed to what? It's supposed to help you not potentially get to the hospitalization? Exactly, Violetta. You know, the biggest thing when we see somebody who's fully vaccinated and boosted, if they get a breakthrough case, it's going to be much more mild. It's going to be, you know, cold and cough and a little fatigue, but not to the point where you're going to need to be hospitalized or put in the intensive care unit. So the importance of that booster is really going to decrease your risk of hospitalization and severe illness. And coming into the holiday with the crowds and families, that's certainly with the protection that we all want to have. So that's kind of the next question I have with there's so many layers now, right? So you have non-vaccinated, you have vaccinated, you have vaccinated with booster. You've got kids who can't get the booster. Um, what is the protocol if you are in close contact? So let's say you're you're vaccinated but not boosted. Well, what would your advice be on that level? You know what I mean? Because there's so many levels now as to where people are. Yeah, if you're vaccinated and non-boosted, I'd say, hey, you got a week to get boosted. Please try to do that because that's going to give you the best protection. And we're we're, I'm going to say we're lucky, but we're not lucky. You know, Delta is surging here, but we haven't seen Omicron, you know, that they're seeing like in New York. So the perfect storm is a couple of weeks away. So let's do everything we can to kind of squelch this as much as possible over these next, you know, seven to 10 days for these next coming holidays. Now, we've all heard, I mean, at this point, so many theories from so many people for so many months now. But the latest one I heard from somebody who actually was a pretty knowledgeable person said that once this Omicron thing goes through, it's going to get all the unvaccinated people 
and then we're finally going to get to the point where it could be closer to the end of it because we may reach quote-unquote herd immunity finally after a year and a half or whatever it's been. Any credence to that in your mind? Yeah, Whip, you know, actually 100%. You know, everyone's concerned about Omicron, and certainly we are, but the biggest concern we have right now with Omicron is Omicron and Delta at the exact same time. And if you if you think about it, if Omicron can come in and push out Delta, which is the more virulent, more deadly strain, and now we get a strain that's more like the common flu, boy, we're going to be in a much better place. The problem is the pain we're going to have over the next probably two months. And when I say pain, consider if you look at the rates that Omicron is hitting right now, it's just going straight up in the U.K. and South Africa. If that happens here, how do we put people how do we staff hospitals? How do we staff restaurants? How do we staff any other business? Um, but certainly that's our biggest concern right now is let's say we had 200 nurses that got Omicron because it is so easily transmissible, even to those vaccinated. How do we still care for the patients in the hospital? And we're still doing the masks. We're still doing the hand sanitizer. We're still supposed to be on top of all that, correct? Violetta, I hope everybody continues to do all those things, at least now for the next couple of weeks. We need to get past this. So let's not get complacent with masks. And I know people are going to be in large gatherings. Wear a mask when you possibly can, when it's appropriate. Certainly wash your hands. You know, we're, we're so close to this holiday where everybody wants to shake hands and give hugs. I would say, please go back to fist bumps and, <laughs> and, uh, and wearing a mask and washing your hands. You know, Doctor, uh, one of the most raging debates in this whole conversation is how exactly to pronounce the new variant. So we hear where you come down on that. You're saying Omicron. Now, how did you arrive at that? Was it in the doctor's handbook when this thing first came around? And no, I, uh, think, I think it was fifth grade English. Oh, OK. Um, All right. Grade. So it's not Omicron. I thought there's no dumb questions, doctor. You're sticking with Omicron. Okay, we're with you because we actually looked it up and and it said you could do either one because I think that's kind of like punting by the dictionary people when they do that. All right. Um, Omicron. We'll all say it together. Omicron. Okay. In Chicago, Omicron. Yeah, Omicron. Just like that. So, and then I think my final question would be in a weird way, and it sounds odd to say this, we're almost rooting for Omicron to be the the final contender here because even though it spreads easily it's a lot less uh it's a lot less harmful than delta so because i think as we as we've been going through this each level it gets worse and worse and worse and we're kind of starting to see it go down would you say as far as severity exactly so if you think about it when we got the novel covid you know we saw hospitalization spike and then delta which was much more transmissible and virulent so not only was it spread more easily, but it was a very serious illness. Now we're seeing this one saying, hey, you know what? You think you can spread fast Delta. I'm going to show you what fast spread is. And the beauty of it is, is that it's not causing severe illnesses in the majority of people. So certainly if we can get Delta pushed out so that that's not spreading anymore and it's just Omicron, it's going to come back to now almost a seasonal thing that we're going to continue to have. So it's actually really good news in one case. Now, the other case people are saying is, with so many cases, are we going to get another variant? Which is very possible, but hopefully it won't get to the point of being more transmissible than Omicron is right now. 
end it with Omicron. That's what we're rooting for. Omicron and herd immunity. Yeah. Yeah, Let's go. That should be the bumper sticker. End it with Omicron. Uh, End it with Omicron. And then uh, the really important question. So we talked about this earlier. Something we uh, all asked for as uh, kids was on our Christmas list that we never got. Violetta never got a light right. Super bummer about that. I'm still waiting for it Still waiting. Whip didn't get a stereo system. I think that came back. I did. I know. I told her. (laughs) Well, you know, I still don't have one, Dr. Mose. All right, Violetta. I'll I'll take care of that. I was going to get it for her. Now you're ruining it. Uh, and, And I wanted to puppy uh didn't couldn't it was, my dad said it would freeze on the sleigh what is your one gift you always asked for but never got just so you, you can throw it out you, there I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a funny story about a puppy we all wanted a puppy at christmas and uh they all they said no 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 and in one christmas we got a puppy so we decided uh-huh. that we would name it chester and my mom said no that's not the name of the dog so um <laughs> it was interesting that although we, we all wanted a puppy and we finally got it we didn't get to name it um, you know what? So what was his name? Uh, yeah. well, uh, you know what? That's a really good question. <laughs> Dr. Most, like, I don't even care. If his name's not Chester, I'm not calling him anything. Dog. Right. Why Chester? Like chestnuts <laughs> roasting on an open fire for Christmas? That's, a, uh, yeah. And yeah. why couldn't you name it Chester? Uh, you know what? I think she had decided, you know, it's, it's going to be Max or, you know, I, we didn't have a choice. Uh, poor, poor Dr. Most is the doctor here, and we just became the psychologist. Yeah, Sorry <laughs> yeah please lay down. We'll, uh, we'll analyze this for you. Uh, Thank you so much for calling us and clearing up some things and now confusing us about Christmas. But um, <laughs> really appreciate the Omicron and all of your information. Always, you put a positive spin on it somehow. The calming voice, as always. And yeah. yeah, have a wonderful Christmas. If we don't say that, have a great, and we hope to be talking to you in the new year, but about like just, you know, mask going away parties and end of Omicron and all of the other stuff that we pray for. Regular broken legs and stuff, doctor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to get into some more interesting medical stuff. Yeah. All right, Dr. Kevin Happy Most. Holidays. Happy holidays to him. He's the best. Trending on Twitter. Trending on Twitter. Cher is just like us. She goes to the movie theaters. How exciting. Um, Unfortunately, unlike us, when she was coming out of the movie theater, she saw a guy taking a picture of his girlfriend, had a beautiful bouquet of flowers. She asked them, can I take a picture of you? So she did, and then she posted it on her Twitter. Twitter quickly uh, was like on the hunt to see who this couple was, to find them. They were just nobodies. She posted the picture and then told the story about how, I just took a picture of this random couple. They looked so in love. I was wearing my mask. They didn't know who I was, and I just wanted to share their love oh, online. that's great. Yeah. So um, it's, it's so funny because at first, like, I thought... She asked to take a picture of them, but then she took a picture with her own phone because she's the one who posted it later. It is kind of a bizarre story. She ends her whole Twitter uh, post by saying, like, I'm that crazy lady who took a picture of some random people. All right. So if someone asked to take your picture, it could be Cher. That's exactly what's (laughs) trending right now. Everybody being like, you'll never know. Whoever's walking by might be Cher taking a picture of you. Kind of weird. Kind of unnecessary, but it's trending. Um, in that's kind of what trying. Uh, Sherry is just wondering how Elton John is still having hits at this point. It's been like twenty years since she has. That's what she's actually wondering. Um, coming in at number two, uh, what has Avril Lavigne been up to? No idea. Yeah, she has new stuff out. Yeah, well, is it? It's not out yet, but I, she, she's announced it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the song. So she has a seventh studio album coming. What does out Cher soon. have to say about Avril Lavigne's <laughs> new music? Has she heard it? No, I don't think so. Uh, she also has released the guest lineup for the studio album that's coming out. Um, no release date yet, but she's going to be joined by Machine Gun Kelly, Black Bear, Travis Barker, 
and Willow. Most people are very excited, just like the nostalgia of having the punk princess back. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I heard one of them. Okay. It's really good. Yeah. yeah what just, does she do that's not No, good. but I mean, like, it's not just, it's not old Avril. It's like new, different, super, super good Avril. I think people are going to like it. I, I'm excited because, like, Gwen Stefani came back, and then I was like, Ooh, this is not like old Gwen Stefani. It wasn't really that great. We'll see. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear it. In at number one, Selena Gomez has debuted a new tattoo. Uh, reports online are all saying it's this massive tattoo, and if you get a good look on it on Instagram, it's kind of a far picture that she posted, but it starts on the back of her neck and then goes all the way down to the middle of her back. Ooh. It's unclear exactly what it is, but there's like dripping down things. It probably includes her song Rare um, that she also is always promoting, and obviously she says it's close to her heart. Can't get a good look at it, but everybody's excited to eventually see a better, more zoomed-in picture of it. That's trending on Twitter. This is Mixed Mornings, weekdays 5.30 till 10. Today's variety, 101.9 The Mix. We're talking about overseas there in England. Uh, there is a chocolate candy named Jazzle's grandmother of eight, Debbie, shaking her gift wrapped by her grandkids and says, I know it's in here. I bet it's for Jazzle's. No, it was no. the jazzles that you wanted. Oh. By the way, the kids did show a screenshot of what that was. And she's like, whoa, not what I meant to say. Not what I asked for at all. We know that's happened to you. 312-233-1019. Tell us about it. Let's go to Alicia. Or maybe it's Alicia. You're on the mix. It's Alicia. Hi, hello, Alicia. Merry hey, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, so when I was younger, it was Christmas Day. You know, we're opening gifts around the Christmas tree. And I had asked my grandma if I could give her a lap dance. When in reality, I just wanted to sit on her lap. Oh! <laughs> no way! Oh my god! <laughs> Obviously, you didn't know what a lap dance was. Yeah, yeah. Know what kind of discussions are going on that around Alicia's great. house as a kid? Yep. All right, Kim, you are on the mix. Kim, sorry, hold on, Kim. Now ah, you're on the mix. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, hi. So, what's your story? Hi. So when my mom had just gotten out of hip surgery, she was a little floopy, and we were talking to the nurses, and she was telling them that instead of projectile vomiting, she had been erectile vomiting. <laughs> I'm actually kind of confused. Yeah. We'll explain that later. Yeah. Michelle, yeah. you're on the mix. Oh, is, oh Hi. Um, in my defense, I was extremely tired. My kids were little, but my sister's now husband. Um, met him for the first time. He came over. He was talking about his sisters and things he did with his sisters. And I said, oh, you must have a strong feminine side. Um, not a misspeak, but completely inappropriate for me to say. A strong but feminine side. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, all's well that ends yeah. well on that one. All right. Uh, let's go to Aaron. Or is it A.A. Ron by any chance? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. A.A. Ron for sure. Perfect. <laughs> When I was five years old, I remember talking to my mom, and I was convinced that there was a part of the female anatomy called the China, like the country. And I was like, "There's where's the China? Oh, oh got po- it. Okay, so that's what you... Yes. Okay, Wait, I think yes. we understand. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's right by the jazzles. Right. Yep. <laughs> and little did you know there might be a president one day that says it that way. So why, what are you going to do? is Mixed Mornings, weekdays 5.30 till 10. Today's Variety, 101.9 The Mix. We have our favorite obscure Christmas songs. We heard one of mine earlier today, The Killer's Joel the Lump of Coal. So I got that out of the way. Uh, I'm good. I'm satisfied. But what about ones that you guys like? 
Text us at 60123. Obscure Christmas songs that maybe we can help you out with. We got so many texts, like overwhelming amount of texts. I've been trying to go through all of these. I made a list. I can't read them all on air, but... um, a lot of people are loving their favorite Christmas songs, like you said, 60123. Um, so we're going to pick just one. Now let's start with one, and okay. then maybe we just sprinkle it in okay, the rest of the show. Right? Yeah, there's, there's so lot. many. Yeah. We got time. Why not? All right. So here are some of them. 708 saying, play Under the Mistletoe by Why Don't We? <laughs> yep. Okay. okay. 224, Lights On by Tyler, the creator. Cool. Mm. Um, I love um, I love Santa Baby by Britney Spears. Uh, seven zero oh, or uh, eight four seven saying Dominic the donkey? Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna yeah. ixnay that one. Swanee actually has a seven zero eight phone. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. So uh, six three zero saying uh, Santa tell me by Ariana Grande. I know that we. I think I heard that on the mix yesterday. We do. We do play that. Yeah. Not obscure enough. Yep. Seven zero eight. Oh, I didn't know they were supposed to be obscure. Seven zero eight says Greatest Time of the Year by Ali and AJ. Yeah. Uh, 630 says, um, actually, I don't know what 630 says. 773 says, uh, God rest ye merry gentlemen by uh, Bare Naked Naked Ladies and Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, it's like a Canadian thing. We might have to bust that one out. Yeah, we might just have to. There's a couple we might have to bust out here. Yeah. In sync, Oh Holy Night, we have a text saying Cheech and Chong. (laughs) Do they have a Christmas song? Yeah, they do. (laughs) Okay. You can only play it at 420. (laughs) <laughs> we have Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. Oh, yeah, that's a great oh, one. That's a good one. That is a great one. Sleigh Ride by TLC. Um, anything by Neil Diamond. Yeah. I he's love got, that. He's got like I a agree. double Christmas album. Mm-hmm. It's legendary. All I Want for Christmas is a tan by... By Kenny Chesney. All right, you're going to have to just pick one. You can go on for days. That's that's the definition of obscure, though. I have one more. My favorite Christmas song is Mistletoe and Holly by Frank Sinatra. All right. And then there was a different uh, NSYNC one, or which one did you decide on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. That's kind of a classic. Okay, well then you know what we're going to go with that because uh, to me that's the definition of obscure because uh, I didn't know it, so, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one who's playing it. Leftover nuggets. There's only a few. Leftover nuggets. The night wants to chew. Hey, if you think that you know somebody who loves her Christmas baubles, well, you don't know anything. Her Christmas what? Baubles or bubbles? Baubles, not bubbles. Baubles, you know, like little decorations, Christmas bauble ornaments. Uh, A woman in Wales uh, has earned the Guinness Book of World Records record with 1,760 Christmas baubles. What are baubles? Are you going to tell us? Uh, Little ornament things. Okay. You know, baubles. So you know, they're, they're not bubbles, but they're baubles. No, B- like bobbleheads? Yeah. No, not bobbleheads. Uh, that, uh, now, that's a record I'm interested in. No, a little bobbles. Christmas baubles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, like a certain title. You'd know if you saw them. They're, they're ornaments. Anyway, uh, they nicknamed her Nana Baubles. She's a grandma in Swansea, Wales. Her name is Sylvia Pope, and she now has almost 2,000 pieces of those things. How do you fit those all on one tree? That's ridiculous. She says, though, she started collecting them back in 99. Her son invited them to spend New Year's Eve. They went to a friend's house for a drink. When when she walked in, they had baubles on the ceiling. She thought, oh, my God, this is wonderful. They were from all over the world, and I thought, I'm going to try this. And now she not only has tried it, but she has broken the record, and she hopes to tie the 2000 bauble plateau by next year. I didn't, I didn't listen to anything other than just every time you say bauble. I love it. Uh, coming in at number two for the Nuggets, a Chicago woman decorates her house just like the 70s. So Miss Whit... 
Wittig. She's 51 years old, and she moved into a four-bedroom house with her three kids and her husband last year. She told SWNS, I don't know who they are, but she told them that um, the, some people from the previous owners, they left some stuff behind, and it was all 1970-themed. So when they did the renovation, she's like, I'm just going to stick with this. Her and her kids then opted into using only secondhand items. And I got to tell you, secondhand items and thrift shops are so hot right now mm-hmm. with the kids, with the millennials, with the Gen Zers, and apparently with Miss Wittig. Um, she says that nothing in the house goes over $25. They have everything from throw pillows and blankets, colorful walls, bright lampshades, and everything is 70 theme decorated. That sounds fun. I actually kind of want to see that. So fun. Um, and then here's a story about a Grinch gone wrong. Oh. So a woman in Ireland paid $115 for a Grinch visit for her son. Which, okay. This whole thing is kind of interesting. So she expected an impersonator to, like, mess the kids' beds up and, like, put toilet paper around the, the tree and, like, have a festive pillow fight. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah. in her mind, what would be Grinchy. What happened though? Uh, the- <laughs> See what had happened was you So he showed up allegedly destroying every single bit of pantry food, breaking the tree decorations, oh pouring God. washing liquid juice, smashed eggs on the floor, and actually poured juice on her son. Somebody enjoys that Grinch gig a little too much. Yes. So many uh, social uh, media users are replying in disbelief, saying, why would a parent want to hire a Grinch impersonator in the first place? But it's safe to say that that probably won't be happening again. La 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 la. It's Mix Master V and her mixology. A cocktail cheer for thee. Please don't fall in the tree. Yes, it is. Mix Master V. She's in the house. And you might fall in the tree with this drink you're about to make. Because I see a couple of glass bottles over there. Oh, yeah. There are a couple of glass bottles. First and foremost, we want to join everyone. Or if they can join us on Facebook Live. We're doing this on air. But on Facebook Live as well. 1019 Mix Chicago. You can see all of the festivities that we're doing in here. And hopefully we're going to give you some holiday inspiration when you're with your friends and family. But wait, I see something here I've never seen before with any of Mixmaster V's ah, stuff. That would be a measuring cup. What? I am finally <laughs> going to follow the recipe to a T and we are going to make everything according to plan here. Um, so, without further ado, today's cocktail is called the Holiday Mule. And I'm pretty sure that Mary Joseph and the three wise men also rode in on those during the holiday. Absolutely. So, yeah. This is going to involve half a cup of honey, two cups of cranberries, one spring uh, fresh thyme, eight ounces exactly of vodka, four ounces of elderberry liqueur. We're going to do one third cup of freshly squeezed grapefruit juice by my own two hands. (laughs) She always does it. Unbelievable. (laughs) We're going to do some fresh lime juice and then some ginger beer. And while I put this all together, Whip has some history, I think, for us. Well, I have a history of the Moscow Mule, so I hope that's the same. Yeah, this is the holiday version Okay, this is like the uh, the BTS butter with like uh, Christmas ding-dong bells in the background. Same thing. There are two origin stories for the Moscow Mule. Neither of them involves Russia. One story says the birthplace was in Little Moscow in New York's Chatham Hotel back in 1941, the first carload of Jack Morgan's cock and bull ginger beer 
was railing over the planes to give New Yorkers a happy surprise. And I swear to God, I didn't make this up. The Violette family no. helped. Uh, I swear. Yeah. Three friends in a bar. John Morgan, president of Cock and Bull Products and the owner of the Hollywood Cock and Bull Restaurant. And I'm making this up. <laughs> Plus his two buddies. One of them, uh, the president of the Hublin Brothers, Inc. And the other one, uh, the president of Smirnoff, the vodka. Uh, anyway, they were uh, sitting around, and uh, they decided to put this all together, and voila, they loved it. Four days later, they christened it the Moscow Mule. Now, real quickly, a more recent story says it wasn't quite that romantic. It was just that Morgan's head bartender said he had some extra stock and wanted to get rid of it, threw it all together, served it, and it caught on. Okay, so as I'm pouring this out of the picture, I'm going to give you a pro tip. Way too many cranberries have come out in the first glass, so I'll take that one. She um, knows that's a way not enough booze for yeah, me. Yeah, my thank bad you. on that. So we added some thyme right at the end on top of this, just putting it over ice. Obviously, the ginger beer is what makes it mostly a mule and the vodka. And there's only eight ounces in this. Right. So, you know, you've got Violetta, who actually crafts the cocktails and makes them. You've got Whip, who provides all of the background and history of the cocktail. Oh, yeah. You may ask, Nikki, what do you do? What yeah, do what do you do? Yeah, not this. <laughs> That's it. That's my job. You drink Ooh, it. It is delicious. What do you think? Let me try. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I think, like, a little more vodka wouldn't Yeah, hurt. no, I think you're right. Maybe yeah. when you're not at work. <laughs> if you, it is so refreshing. This is very good. And it, it is. It's a little different than your normal Moscow Mule because it's got that grapefruit and the cranberry and the elderflower. I think all makes a big difference. Yeah, it's like, what's that word? Like, when you're, you're using all your senses to take in the drink, right? Like, you can smell the thyme. It's like aromatics. Is that a, is that a word? It's called what drinking drinks? a lot. I don't know, but uh, the concept of I can smell the time, that sounds very, very deep. <laughs> it sure is, Whip. So thank you so much for joining us for the Holiday Mule. We have it all going up on our Facebook Live right now. You can check all of the recipe up coming soon. After we finish this picture, I will be putting that together for us. Um, so you can find that all at 101 Mix Chicago. Very good, V. Thank you very much. And get the recipe and, yeah, get it stat. This is so good. It is really refreshing. Thank you for listening to the Mixed Mornings Podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment. Of Mixed Mornings on 101.9 The Mix, Chicago.